It says it's recording. Do you see it's recording on your end too? Does it show you that or it doesn't show on your end? Yes, it does show. Okay. Okay. Okay, Bria. So thank you so much for agreeing to sit down and do this interview with me. Um, I think your experience holds so much value. And by sharing, I think this will help so many uh, parents and college students, as well as, you know, high school students um, and just young professionals as they be begin to kind of pursue their careers and kind of figure out what their goals and dreams are. Um, so I really just want to thank you for taking time out to kind of help, um, just help with this. I think what I want to say, I want to edit this out. I really just want to thank you for um, choosing to sit down and, and really help with kind of this cause and help with bringing awareness to um, students and parents about the best way or just some good strategies um, and ways to approach the, um, the, the college experience and um, the best way to move forward. Yes, no problem. Thank you for having me. I am excited to share my experience so I can help others. Awesome. So, um, so that our viewers are aware, I'm going to share with them some of your accomplishments and then please feel free to chime in or add anything or correct me if I get anything, um, if anything is wrong. So, okay. um, so Bria graduated from Kennesaw State University in 2017. Um, she served as a back, uh, she served as a victim's advocate intern um, and specifically worked with the Cherokee County Solicitor's Office um, and has since worked in two professional roles within the metro Atlanta area. Um, also, while in college, Bria received multiple scholarships um, and also Dean's List Awards. Um, so, Bria, before we get started, did you want to add anything and specifically kind of talk about, you know, I, I know I didn't mention your major specifically with Kennesaw State, but if you want to add that and then also add anything additionally before we get into questions, um, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Okay, yeah, it seems like you covered most of everything with the, as far as the job situation, I'm sure we'll delve into that um, a little later, more into depth. But um, I did graduate with a Bachelor of Science in Criminal Justice, um, and that was my major. Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much for, for adding that. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and start with the first question. Um, so can you share, in your view, what is the most important thing to keep in mind as you begin your senior high school, your senior year of high school. And so I know students are preparing and there's a lot of prep that goes into actually, you know, applying to college, actually getting there, but what would be uh, maybe some tips or some strategies or advice that you would give for someone uh, beginning their senior year of high school? I would definitely um, say to, you know, if you can go ahead and visit your colleges, if that's possible, just go on a you know, a trip with family if, if it's allowed um, and just go ahead and see the campus for itself. Because I know when I did that, I thought I wanted to go to a certain school, but then I actually went there and it was, that was just not where I wanted to be. And mm -hmm. it would have been a totally different situation had I just, you know, went and applied and uh, decided to go to that school. So I just, went ahead and it narrows it down to the schools that you should just apply for. You don't have to, you know, waste time spending um, on the 
money on the applications and your time if you just go to the school and see if that's a fit for you. Okay. And can you just expand on this first question a little bit and share, and you don't have to share the school name, of course, um, but share what it was about the schools that you liked that, you know, made you like them? Or um, let me reframe that question. So can you explain, um, or is there a specific thing that you can point to that really attracted you to the schools that you did like? And then as far as the schools that you didn't like so much, what were some things um, that you saw that kind of helped you come to a, de a decision that those schools weren't for you? Yeah, so um, with the schools that I didn't like, um, what I factored in was like the area outside the school. Um, you know, I didn't want really a school where it's just the school and that's really it. Um, so that was a main factor in choosing my school, my other school and that I liked in the schools that school that I actually went to, I liked the surrounding area um, and just the environment. And then what I didn't like about, another thing I didn't like about the schools is just, you kind of just, when you're walking on the campus, you can kind of just tell when you're, with your interactions with, um, I guess the people that sh are showing you around and, mm. um, Let's see what else. Would you say like the students as well? Like, yeah. Uh, the yeah you, students there? Right. You can see if that's who you're going to be able to vibe with or not. So that's kind of how I got the feel when I went to my school that I went up, ended up going to, which was Kennesaw State. As soon as I got there, I knew that was the school for me and it was just done and finished. So it yeah. just came over me that said, this is where you need to be. And I liked it. So. Mm -hmm. And just to like kind of, I guess, um, provide some transparency um, to, to our viewers. I've known Bria for quite quite a long time since we were in grade school and elementary school, actually. And yeah, I felt like, you know, when we were both doing our college visits in, on our, or in our junior and senior years of high school, um, you, you know, talked about your different experiences visiting different schools. And I definitely felt like when you came back from visiting Kennesaw State, there was this definite ease, like, yeah, I think that's, that's the school, that's the fit for me, that's, that's what um, I think best suits, you know, my personality from a, like I said, cultural perspective uh, and social perspective. So, yeah, I think um, I definitely saw that in, in what you're saying makes total sense. Um, so to move to question two, when applying for scholarships, how did you approach the scholarship um, application process? And if you want to provide a little background on how many scholarships you had when you graduated from high school and kind of give us information on that. Yeah, so I um, did just, I just really just did research on scholarships. Um, I think I just like typed in scholarships near me and I just looked at um, things that I felt like I was gonna be able to do. Um, all of them, you know, you're going to have to put in time and work. So I was just really just looking at the ones that pertain to me or I felt like I could write because a lot of them you do have to write an essay. So I, something I could really speak on and felt passionate about with what they were looking for in regards to the essay. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I narrowed it down to which ones I was going to look for. And my family helped me a lot, especially my mom. She helped me look for scholarships. Of course, I did the work and, um, you know, go ahead and applying for them, but she helped sure. me look for them and um, everything like that. Okay. And did, 
because I remember just being really in awe of just the the way in which you were able just to apply for it. Because, I mean, I think a common um, a common view of scholarships, and especially when you're in high school, is that you know they're hard to get. Yes, there are a lot of scholarships out there, and you hear people say all the time, like there is so much unclaimed money. There's so many scholarships, mm-hmm. um, and then I think if you if you are a good student and you're putting in the work and you're out there looking, but you don't seem to be getting any, any, um, you don't seem to be really securing any scholarships. You, you, you don't think you're not getting the results that you hoped and, and anticipated. Um, would you say that there's anything else specifically that you can think of that um, might be the cause of not, of not getting um, the desired result, which is obviously scholarships, or do you think it, kind of a numbers game and you have to just kind of apply to as many as you can I don't know it seems like you pick specific scholarships and you got them so I know what are your thoughts on that yeah that's what I was going to say it's kind of like looking for a job you know um but you do have to put in the work like I said but I think it's more so because I did apply for a lot and I ended up maybe getting three um so it it is kind of I feel like a numbers game like the more you apply to you know the more you're going to get uh, but, you know, still put in the same work for each of them and don't just be applying and, you know, not really putting in the work. You definitely have to put in the work. Um, but I would just say apply to as many as you can. I wouldn't just apply to one, you know, and hope to get that one. You just got to mm-hmm. keep on applying. Okay. So you said, specific, so just so just to kind of provide a little summary for that, that second question here, you said it's... Um, putting in the work, doing the research, specifically looking for scholarships that you think you'd be a good, a good um, candidate for in regards to being able to speak and write specifically to what they're asking in the essay questions. Um, and then I think maybe some of those kind of obvious things as far as, you know, being a, having a, a, a good GPA. And, and it sounds like also you said kind of lean on your support that you have um, as far as your parents and, can you speak a little bit about if there was anyone kind of in high school that helped you with the process or was that a thing? Um, yeah, I believe just my, some of my teachers. Yeah, it is definitely to well to get close with your teachers so they can write you recommendation letters of recommendation because that's definitely needed in these scholarships. So that, that is how they helped as well. And then your counselor, is very great with helping you find them as well. I believe I spent a lot of time in the counselor's office getting close to my counselor and um, her helping me, showing me new scholarships or anything I may be interested in applying to. And of course, giving me the reference I needed for um, the scholarships and also college. Awesome. And you said you got three scholarships. Can you just state what those three scholarships are, if you don't mind, just for our viewers so they can know and have an idea of what those were? One is one was the Hope Scholarship, and the other two, I will have to get back to you on that because I cannot remember the names of those. Unfortunately, I'm sorry about that. No, it's okay. So I'll just post those below, just so our viewers can go and check that out if they want to, and just kind of look at, you know, what those scholarships are and if they're if they're interested. But thank you so much for for sharing that. Um, so, question number three: When you're selecting a major. Um, before or during your first year of undergrad, um, what are some things that you would encourage our viewers to think about? Um, and you can kind of talk about things that you think you did right, mistakes you made, 
um, just kind of share what your views are on selecting a major, um, specifically during the early, the early time of your undergraduate career. Yes, so I um, do encourage, you know, because a lot of people, I guess they don't think you should go, well, from what I've heard, they don't think you should go into college without a major, but a lot of people do. And I think that is what I wish I would have done. I went in as a nursing, pre-nursing major. Um, I thought that's what I wanted to do. I didn't have really any experience. Sorry, Bria. Can you, oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute it and then can you start, start it up over? Because no. Okay. I wonder if, if I wonder if I mute, mute my audio. I'm worried that this may not record. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry, start it back over. So start back at um you oh man, I'm trying to think when you start barking. Can you just can you just state it again? Yeah, I can start over. Okay. So I would say going into college, um, in regards to a major. Definitely a lot of people, from what I've heard, think going into college without a major could be a problem. And that's, I think that's why I went and picked a major that I didn't really know if I wanted to do, which mm -hmm. was nursing. And, um, but I think it's definitely great to go in without a major because then you get to take all the lower level courses, um, just introduction courses, and you can kind of figure out what you're interested in that way like intro to psychology you may want to become a psychology major and that's kind of what happened to me i took intro to criminal justice after um nursing wasn't working out and i figured out that's not what i was going to be doing for the rest of my life um mm -hmm. and once i took that intro to criminal justice class that told me everything i needed to know about criminal justice the um jobs i can get with the with that um, major and it was very interesting to me, and I knew I would enjoy my classes um, since I chose that major. So that was like my second year, first semester, I changed over to criminal justice. So I would just say, you know, just go in there, take your regular classes. If you're not already sure what you want to do with the rest of your life, if you're definitely sure what you want to do with the rest of your life, then um, you should go ahead and pick that major and go sure. toward that. But um, if you're not, I definitely recommend waiting a year. Okay. And so it sounds like you're saying um, this might apply for many institutions. I think that's something that we've got to look into and talk about in another video or another um, series. But it sounds like what you're saying is, um, at least for Kennesaw State, once you select a major, and I think this is for, for most programs, um, Specifically, it depends on the major, but when you do pick certain majors, you are, you're required to begin those programs and taking specific classes. Whereas if you don't, if you're not, if you don't have that specific major, you kind of have more freedom to take different classes and kind of figure out what it is you're interested in. Is that kind of what you're saying? Right, exactly. Because, you know, at, my, at Kennesaw State, yes, if you're a non-major, you have, you have to just take the classes that are required to graduate, you know, since you're not able to take anything in your major yet because you don't know what it is but once you're um or once you have a major they advise you to take both you know uh, mm -hmm. just elective like maybe two electives and two of your regular classes for your major and mm -hmm. that's what happened with me okay okay so just kind of that trying to meet that four-year graduation 
mm -hmm. deadline, if you will. And so that's kind of why they, if you do select certain majors, they start you off in specific classes, trying to kind of knock those out and get those out of the way. Yes. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So question number four, um, pursuing internships. What was your experience like? What were some of the positive and positives and negatives about about the experience? Um, and and what do you wish you had more help with, um, or done differently during that process? Um, so I can and I can you know state the questions that go reading because I know this is kind of like a more compound question, if you will. But um, so pursuing internships, what was your experience like? My experience was actually it was. It was scary at first, but in the end, it, it worked out well. Um, it was like I was really looking for a scholarship and I mean, not a scholarship, I'm sorry, an internship. Um, and I needed to get it by a certain time. And I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to find one. Um, but I ended up working, doing a volunteer thing for one of my classes. I had to volunteer at the Cherokee County um, what is it called, Violence Center, and there I got close to my supervisor, um, and she is the one who helped me get an internship at the Cherokee County Solicitor's Office, so I would just say, you know, it is really about who you know, because, I mean, there was nothing else lined up for me, unfortunately, at the time, so, I mean, if, if I had not known her, who knows what would have happened with that, but um, I just think that you know, your connections can help you get a great internship or you can just be, you know, a little lost on trying to find an internship. And it wasn't, and it was actually something I was interested in doing, um, even though the internship was required to pass a class. Um, mm -hmm. It was something that I enjoyed and wanted, want to do sometime in life. So that was the good thing about it too. Okay, awesome. So it sounds like you're saying, um, that that networking piece is essential uh, for figuring out and um, having options for internships and um, just your willingness to kind of put yourself out there, volunteer, make those connections when you are volunteering, when you are a part of maybe organizations on campus or outside um, of the university is, is important and, and can mean the difference between um, a positive and, and smooth you know, an easier experience versus one that's kind of more complicated and cumbersome um, and may not result the, you know, the results that you want. Exactly. Yeah, so um, I think you kind of touched on the positives and negatives, um, I guess, about that experience, or at least the positive. So would you say there are any – would you say that there's anything you wish you had – you you wish you'd had more help? Let me say these. So would you say that there's anything you wish um, that you'd had more help with or that you had done differently? Hmm, maybe just networked a little bit more to have more options as far as internships. Cause like I said, that was my only um, one that I had at the time. So maybe so I could have maybe a broader understanding and maybe able to pick out of more than just one, mm -hmm. even though that was something I did enjoy greatly and I'm very happy about that. I'm very happy with the internship that I chose, but I just wish that I would have networked more to have more options to choose from. Mm 
Yeah, yeah, that that makes total sense. Um, just trying to um, just have, like you said, more options and kind of have more opportunities to kind of choose from and maybe be a little bit more selective. Um, but that, yeah, that makes total sense. I have a question for you. That I'm gonna have to edit this out. Does it sound like condescending? Because you know this is my first interview. Does it seem like condescending to you that like I'm like repeating or like reiterating what you said after each question? Like you're not saying I'm just trying to figure out for you and other people. Like should I do that? Because I'm doing that to like mm-hmm. make sure like I'm communicating, trying to like the the content is being. I don't know. I guess I'm trying to like brand and make it specific to issues I'm trying to address, or maybe just trying to summarize it so the viewers feel like okay, Bria is doing an interview. She said what her thoughts were, but I don't know if it, if it's not needed or welcome. Like, does it feel like it should be clear from what you said? Like it doesn't need to be summarized after each question? Um, I mean, I, I can tell what you're trying to do. Um, it does sound like you're doing it. Um, you're saying it in different words. So, I mean, maybe you're just saying it in a different way and maybe they'll under have two different ways to, you know, hear it. So, I mean, if you were saying it the same way, then yeah, maybe like kind of, um, just like repeating but mm-hmm. you're saying what about the condescending like, part do you feel like it as an interviewee do you not really care for it? do you feel like what you said was probably sufficient I guess thinking about it if you're listening to it and you weren't the interviewee mm-hmm. um yeah do you feel like it and maybe you don't think it's kind of I know you know I'm not trying to be condescending so maybe mm-hmm. you don't want to state that but do you feel like it may be something that the interviewee doesn't really care for <laughs> or like I'm gonna have to hear it back um, okay yeah me too I'm worried it's gonna sound so bad <laughs> oh my gosh okay okay so we can we can move on to question number five um okay Bria uh, so thank you so much for sharing kind of what your experiences were with internships so for question number five um how to maintain so for question number five how did you figure out how to maintain kind of balance and peace during those challenging and um, the, during those challenging times and times. Okay, Bria. So, question number five: How did you figure out how to maintain balance and peace during um, challenging times, as well as when you experience, experienced obstacles while you were in college? What were some things that you did, or some strategies that you have to offer to our viewers? Um, so basically, I lived um, on campus for two years, and then I lived on off-campus housing for the, my last two years. So I definitely, I would say, you know, to get involved in on-campus activities that don't have to do with work um, to get away, you know, I, getting involved in the school is helpful. And you can have something other than school to deal with when you have these problems and just getting with people as far as like, Okay, let me start that question off because I don't like (laughs) I got to get that together. Um, But how was that sounding, though? No, it was good. It was good. Um, I think because we've been doing the interview, which is notes. I'm taking notes in my head. I'm going to take notes after. But I think because the interview is maybe, well, I mean, we've been on the phone. Maybe because we've just been doing quite a bit. So Mm -hmm. I actually started to kind of daydream. But I don't think it was because of you. I think it was because... I got bit by a mosquito just now, which, you know, you, you probably don't need to know, but, you know, so I heard you, but I it was kind of like, yeah, I think, yeah, go ahead. I think we're both probably struggling. We just had a conversation about, you know, what sounds is good. So, yeah, you can start back over. <laughs> but it was sounding fine, though. Um, you were talking about, so I'll just ask the question again, just to kind of refresh your memory. So it pretty much is just how you maintained balance 
as far as like schoolwork and stuff like that. Um, and so like not overly working, but not overly being social. So how you maintain balance and then you can just talk about that really. You don't have to incorporate like a peace part. So um, yeah, if you need to think about it for a, a second, you can. So maybe just like say like uh, maybe two or three three things that you did outside of school. Is that what it's asking or not? So, you know, I think you're asking a great question because I'm trying to think through like what I would say and I'm struggling. Um, so I'm trying to think if I were asked this question, I might say, um, oh, okay. So I might say, uh, yeah. So the way that I um, found it best for me to maintain balance is. Um, planning out my work schedule during the week, my study hours, using a planner, and then working out and treating myself to um, dinner um, on Fridays or I had planned downtime. Um, but I did that by way of, of using a, a planner. So something like that, if you want to go to, if you went to football games every weekend, that's how you maintain balance. So I strictly focused on studying Monday through Wednesday, Monday through Thursday, but then the rest of the days of the week, I had a more lax and loose, loose schedule and I kind of just, you know, did things like get my hair done, nails done, focused on, you know, personal stuff. So it can be anything like that. I know it was a while ago, so you have to like think back, like, what did you like just do in general that where you had fun, you know, versus school. Okay. I would say I maintained balance by, um, hold on, Brie. Oh gosh. Let me, I'm going to have to put my up. Okay, I would say I maintained balance um, in school really my last couple of years because it took me a while my first year. I really was kind of all over the place because I was just remembering from, you know, trans transitioning from high school to college. So it was difficult the first year, but I think by the second year I got it. Um, and I had all my classes scheduled like Monday through Thursday and I was off Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So I would choose during the week to really do my work. And unless I had like something due by Sunday, I didn't really like go all the way, you know, into doing full blown work on the weekend unless it was something I was working on for a while and needed to be done. Um, and so I really maintained that focus Monday through Thursday. And then on the weekends, that was really my time to do whatever I wanted to do, hang out with friends, go to the movies, um, you know, just focus on myself. And, and then I also had a job in college, pretty much all throughout college. I had different jobs. So that would also be someplace that how I kept balance by going to work and I enjoyed my jobs during school. So it was a time to get away from 
that um, schoolwork. Awesome, thank you, that was perfect. Um, and so six, advice in general, um, as students are beginning their freshman year, is there anything um, specifically, or is there anything additionally you would add as just um, advice for students as they begin that first year of college and starting their um, kind of secondary education, uh, undergraduate college career? Because this is a time to kind of, you know, um, start fresh and try to shape it and mold it um, to be what you want it to be or maybe what high school or other experiences have not been, you know, for you. I would just say to stay focused uh, when you first get in there, it's, it's gonna be a different, it's gonna be different from high school. Um, a lot of people, some people transition well, some people have, you know, a harder problem with it. So it just all depends on how you deal with that. Um, but I would just say from the beginning, start, you know, getting close with your teachers, trying to get those connections. That is one thing I wish I would have done when I was in college. I just was not thinking about that my freshman year and I really wish I would have. Um, I really probably started networking maybe my last year and, and that just, it could have been better. So I would just say, get close with all your teachers that you can because these people are going to be your references and for for jobs and can refer you and help you out once you get out of college and internships as well and just help you out so um that would just be my main thing is just to start early with the networking and um try and just make a great impression on your teachers and yeah yeah definitely awesome so um I, I had I was thinking right when you, when you said networking I started thinking about a question I was trying to make sure I heard everything you said though so I didn't miss any other questions I might have for you um that I wanted you to kind of expand on um I'm sorry let me think I don't remember but I don't know if it was really relevant I think he said everything you said was really good uh, about the being focused and keeping things into perspective and networking sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, it was kind of a specific question of networking, but I think I started going back and forth about whether it was necessary, you know, or if it was gonna be a waste. Um, so I'm gonna, in, I'm gonna say kind of like the concluding, we're gonna conclude the interview with that last part of the transcript I sent you, but I will say that, um, that if you don't care for this part to be in there, then you, know, you can let me know. Um, but I'm gonna go ahead and start it. Okay, well, thank you so much, Bria, for sharing um, that just wonderful and just really insightful advice. I think, again, just being able to, um, I think for students to be able to hear from someone who's been through the process, who's completed their undergraduate degree, but has also worked um, in in corporate America and has and has secured jobs and has had internships and scholarships. I think all of that um, just kind of experience and knowledge is, is extremely valuable and um, I think that that's what's so important and beneficial, I think, for, for all of us to be able to pull from the knowledge of each other um, so we can continue to build and craft new and better um, and just, you know, more efficient and um, just just go through the process a little bit a little bit easier maybe than than we than we had when, when we were in there. And so I appreciate you for sharing that knowledge. Uh, Thank you. So 
We're going to conclude the interview, but before we conclude, I wanted to just state that Bria is currently in between jobs and has decided to take a bit. So Bria is currently in between jobs uh, and has decided to take a different approach uh, to her professional goals and career. Um, so her goal is to pursue more meaningful work that aids in not only her professional development, but also societal and communal growth, um, which is extremely important. And I think the purpose of this channel and, and what we're doing here. Um, so Bria, can you close us out by sharing, um, any, you know, if you want to elaborate on this a little bit, um, but with, so Bria, can you close us out by sharing um, where you are with your career right now and what the goal is for your next assignment or job that you begin? Yes, so um, I think you pretty much stated exactly what I'm looking for. Just my next job, I just need to be meaningful. I would like it to be meaningful. I am a criminal justice major, so um, I just like purposeful work, I guess, and helping people. That's mm -hmm. the whole reason I chose criminal justice. Um, so a job helping people and a company that I can grow and develop my skills in and hopefully stay for the rest of my career with is what I'm looking for in my next position. Awesome, awesome. And can you um, briefly just kind of state maybe how you came to this, to this decision um, and and why you decided to kind of take this approach in pursuing your next opportunity? Yes, because I, I have been out of school for about three years and um, about two years of that, maybe, I was working in a field that was not what I'm looking for. It is exactly the opposite. So I have had the, um, the experience and I know now what I want to do which I didn't know, I guess, you know, when I I'm first started. Oh. I'm going to ask you to restate it just because it's going to be all wrong. And um, I think what you said before is, is excellent with the first paragraph that I asked, because I think it was good for you to kind of market yourself. If this gets like 30,000 views, I want to make sure like it's your best, best representation, you know, even mm -hmm. though all interviewer people might not do that. So if you ever do get asked to be interviewed, make sure you read the fine print because, you know, most of the time they won't edit stuff out. But with that, um, I'll ask you the question again, um, but I think um, I'm trying to be ethical here. You know what I mean? I'm not trying, I don't want to frame your question, your answers for you or, but um, I'm trying to think about a way that you could say, you know, Sedgwick and, and, and your, you know, other jobs weren't really, it was the exact opposite. Maybe, maybe you can, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think what you said is okay? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying the name. No, you're not. But in, you're just you're just saying that it wasn't it wasn't what you were looking for. Right. I'm trying to think of a way that you can say. I'm trying to think if you if you just I guess say something like it wasn't that you don't have to say like a hell I'm saying I'm just trying to kind of give you ideas to maybe kind of reframe it a little bit. It wasn't it wasn't. Um, Maybe like, I don't think the job, and you tell me if you, this is what you're thinking or no, that's not what you feel. But like maybe the job did not, um, th those those opportunities that you had before didn't um, really provide the opportunities to utilize your talents or skill sets or to maximize those or to grow the way that you wanted to. You know, see how you're kind of like framing it where it's not like mm -hmm. I was doing it, but didn't want to do it, even though that's a real thing. I mean, so 
Yeah. I'll ask a question again and you can share, you can share, you know, what you want to share. And then I can, you can tell me which one you think sounds best. The first response that you just gave or the, or the, the new one that you're about to give. Okay. Okay. So Bria, can you close this out by sharing um, where you are with your career and what your goal is for your next assignment or the next job that you begin? I'm sorry. You're good. You're good. So in the previous paragraph, I said that, you know, Bria is currently in between jobs. Um, mm-hmm. I'll just say, I'll just say that whole thing again. Okay. And then you can say. So Bria is currently in between jobs, but has decided to take, no, that's so Bria is currently in between jobs and has decided to take a different approach when it comes to her professional goals and career. Her goal is to pursue more meaningful work that aids in not only her professional development, but societal and communal growth, which is important. So uh, Bria, can you close us out by sharing and elaborating on where you are with your career and what your goal is for your next assignment um, or the next job that you begin? Yeah, so right now I am looking for meaningful work like you um, stated in the Mm -hmm. past. Um, So the first job I had outside of college made me come to the realization that of what I want to do for the rest of my life, which is um, meaningful work that just helps. I'm just a person that is just my personality and that's kind of why I chose criminal justice because a lot of those jobs are helping people and um, nothing was wrong with my job that I had out of college. It was a great start into the professional world and I am you know grateful for that experience that I learned at that company but um, it just wasn't what I went to school for and um, what I want to do for the rest of my life. Sure, sure. So it sounds like um, the, it, just because you um, may get a job that that is not necessarily um, idea or what you had anticipated coming out of college, it sounds like there's still a lot that you can take and learn from it that can be super important and essential and that you can apply um, to, I guess, with, with, your, with your future plans. Or like you said, it can kind of help you maybe come to a gain more clarity on you know where you are and where you're going would you say that that's that's accurate it it definitely gave me skills that I wouldn't have gotten in certain jobs so it can be used for the job that I'm trying to pursue now so it it is never was a bad thing or anything it just helped me get to where I'm trying to go awesome well thank you so much Bria again for just sharing your experience and taking your time out um, to just help with just students and families and parents figuring out uh, the best way um, and some just important and useful strategies when approaching the undergraduate process. If you guys have questions um, for Bria or myself, I'll leave our emails um, in the comment section below. I'm thinking about what I want to say here. I'm not literally going to leave your email if that's not what I'm trying to think. Um, I think I might record something later, but I think I have everything I need from you. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. And so I'll probably do like a voiceover and record something. And if it includes people maybe wanting to get in contact with you um, or have questions for you or something, um, if I state that like in a video, if you want to get in contact with Bria, like reach out to her on Instagram. Or if I say something like that, I'll probably run it by you if I if I want to if I'm trying to do something like that. But I think that's everything, Bria. Okay.
Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it and enjoyed speaking with you all. Awesome. Well, we will see you in the... Uh, so hopefully we can have you back, Bria, to talk about other topics, uh, not just related to undergrad, but also maybe some professional career stuff um, and just different different types of skills and such. But until next time, we will see you later. Okay. So yeah, I'm probably going to edit all that out. But um, yeah. but yeah, thank you so much. That was actually really fun, I thought. Yeah. Um, let me stop this recording.